This CKNW podcast for AIM Medical Imaging, home of AIM Medical Imaging full body MRI scanning. A family history of medical issues is nothing to ignore. Book a preventative screening at aimmedicalimaging.com. You are live with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with Andy Barrar, my co-hosts. We're broadcasting live across the Chorus Radio Network. Lots to talk about in today's show. Of course, we'll be going open line later on, taking your calls and questions. We'll also be talking with the folks over at Wondershare about how to protect your phone. Yes. Well, I, phones are computers now, right? Well, I heard you're going to be a, a judge in the little contest they're having about stories about people breaking their phones. Yes. I'm a very impartial judge. I don't have that problem. I just lose my phone. Do I, don't, I don't break them. <laughs> I just lose them. Well, uh, AJ, one of our other uh, Get Connected folks, uh, he breaks phones like... Currently, I think he's on phone number five. Yes, that we know of. Yes, yes. exactly. And you're the one that has to keep getting new phones in for him. Yeah, but uh, I think we finally found the phone for him. That, yes. That he, well, he's broken. He's, he uses a Nexus 5, Yeah. and he's broken that one twice. Yeah. But third time's a charm. He hasn't broken the, the third one. In studio right now, we've uh, got uh, a good friend, David Potter. He's the marketing manager over at uh, Citrix, the makers of GoToMeeting, GoToMyPC, and many, many other great programs and solutions. Uh, thanks for coming on the show, David. Thanks for having me. You're here for the Social Life con- uh, Conference. Social Light, actually. Social Light, sorry. Yep, no, it's a uh, conference taking place at the Vancouver Convention Center this weekend. Um, about 500 young entrepreneurs who are interested in learning about you know, how to get their businesses started um, and with a focus on people, planet, and profit and the idea that you can have a successful business but also do some good in the world and, and help the planet. So you can make money and save the world. Exactly. And so why, why are you guys here? We're here because we have a, an interest in supporting, supporting the startup and entrepreneurs in Canada. Um, you know, we have a, a belief that Canada is in a great position to do um, you know, a lot of positive things with the businesses that are being started. And a lot of those, you know, you start a business today, you really need to be able to, to be a global business from day one. And we use things like GoToMeeting to help facilitate that. So you can talk to people wherever you, you need to, customers, partners, whether they're in Shanghai or in New York or in Toronto. Well, we talk a lot about GoToMeeting on, on the show. I guess back in my day, back in the 90s, uh, to be a global company, you had to have a fax machine. Yeah. So like GoToMeeting is like the fax machine of today. Yeah. But maybe a little more robust. A little bit more interesting than a fax machine. <laughs> you know, a fax machine is a little closer to a smoke signal. I, I, I get confused when somebody asks me for a fax. But. <laughs> we still have a fax machine in our office. I don't know how to use it anymore. <laughs> I know. Me either. And uh, it's kind of funny. We're like the tech guys, and we don't know how to use I know. Fax I have machine. to uh, get uh, Christina in the office to actually help me send faxes. There's a lot of buttons and stuff. and I can take a computer apart, put it back together again. I can't use the fax. You know machine. what I do? I scan documents and email them to people. Yeah. That's, that's my fax 2.0. I don't even know how to do it. That same machine does that. It does, yes. Yeah. Yes. I figured that out, by Did the you? way. I can teach you. Yeah. Well, you're younger than I am. <laughs> uh, but, you know, things have really changed. You know, obviously, fax machines uh, were big. Email came in. But GoToMeeting, um, and it's something we use in our company all the time uh, for doing conferences, not only with... Uh, um, employees but uh, clients as well and it's kind of cool because uh, it's got the whole HD uh, video ability and you can share screens and, and what have you. Yeah the ability to actually see who you're speaking with and see what they're talking about really makes a big difference if you're working with people who are in a different location um, whether they're connecting from a different office if they're a customer or if they're connecting from an iPad because they're traveling and they're on the road um, and you, you know the video makes a lot easier one of the stories I like to tell is 
I've been the voice in the phone in the middle of the table when everybody else is there. Yeah. And you're quickly forgotten. Uh, whereas if you're a big video, a big face on the TV screen or on the computer screen, you can see what's happening in the room. You can see the nuances. You can see the documents that people are talking about, and you're just a much more active participant. Um, we've even seen some studies where internally we ran some tests, and the sales teams were able to increase close rates by over 30% just by turning on the video because you can make that really? personal connection. Yeah, That's amazing. Yeah. No, but I can see that. You know, when you can see someone face-to-face, that makes, I mean, a world of difference. Well, because you can pick up on nonverbal cues, whereas conference calls, I, you know. <laughs> they're, they're horrendous. They are. They yeah, are. Like, like you said, David, half the time I forget the person on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and, you know, to your point about the cues, you also trust somebody a little bit more if you can make that, that personal connection and contact. You can build a little bit more of a relationship if they're internal um, or if they're a customer. I mean, I work with colleagues in California all the time, um, and I feel like I know them a lot better without having to travel to California all the time because I can actually see them and speak to them. Well, you make a good point about like targeting small businesses because they don't have the budget to go traveling to go meet with potential customers or, or vendor partners. But with GoToMeeting, they can be whether on their smartphone, their tablet, or on their computer and still have those face-to-face conversations with people. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was talking to a customer from Waterloo yesterday who um, they're able to run a business out of Waterloo where they have customers on five continents. And the way they're able to do that is by being able to share their screen and work with people, collaborate without having to get on the plane. Um, and they're a relatively small business. And you know, a lot of businesses in Canada are, are small, medium-sized businesses. So we think there's you know, a great opportunity to help that growth. What I like about it is it, it, it works surprisingly well. I've been in this business for so many years, and a lot of times this stuff, you know, it's kind of sketchy. But uh, this is something that I have no problem. Like, I deal with pretty big clients, uh, like, you know, the Staples and uh, Dells of the world, and uh, you want something that works, right? You don't want to have, like, a a sketchy video (laughs) conference going. But, you know, you can actually have multiple videos going at the same time. Yeah, you can have up to six people sharing their screens. Um, and you know, to your point, it's really important, whether it's GoToMeeting for video conferencing or, or something else, any tool that you're bringing into the workplace, if it's not easy to use, people won't use it. Exactly. And you're not going to see the return on investment that you want to from, from purchasing it because the, you, know, you don't want to spend the meeting talking about the tool. You want to spend the meeting talking <laughs> about whatever it is that you've decided to meet about. Can you see me now? Yeah. <laughs> well, Dave, you know, we were talking about this earlier before we went on air. GoToMeeting is kind of like the Netflix of video conferencing because there are free uh, versions out there for video conferencing. But when you're paying for like that software, software as a service, SaaS, you get those added benefits. Just like Netflix, they changed the whole video streaming industry because they made it so easy and people were like, you know, I like this. It works. Uh, I can start it up and I can see what I want and then I can, you know, basically do whatever I want inside that infrastructure and GoToMeeting does the exact same thing for video conferencing. Absolutely. And I think we recently launched GoToMeeting Free in part because we recognized that there's, a, you know, different communication needs at different points in the day, different points in um, your work. So sometimes just a simple, quick, free um, browser-only video conference is all you need. Other times you need something a little bit more robust. It allows you to offer recording, to bring in toll-free numbers, things like that, so that you can you know, involve customers if it's something a little bit more important. So you know, there's really, as people are increasingly mobile, um, whether they're work shifting and, and they're you know, working at home or they're working on the road, it's really important that they can connect however they need to when they want to. And I think SaaS gives you a nice way to 
grow that with your business. So you can you can start with one seat today and you know expand it really easily without a lot of infrastructure. Definitely scalable. Exactly. Yeah. What are some of the other uh, services that you guys have that people wouldn't know about? Um, there's actually a wide range. So we've got ShareFile, which is a, a file sharing uh, tool that allows you to store files in the cloud and share them securely with customers, partners, um, or internal team members. We've got Podio, which is a, a project management tool that allows you to work with teams. So you know, if you think of GoToMeeting as the, 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 um, the actual meeting, Podio lets you do all the work around the meeting, mm-hmm. so sharing documents, collaborating remotely and it helps if you're dealing with customers in a different time zone or, or partners in a time zone because the work can happen outside of um, your your nine to five window we've also got go to webinar um, which allows you to have you know meetings a boardroom webinars a, a, um, a stage and then training which is a training product and go to my pc which is uh, one of our first products and go to assist so wide love, range of products. i love go to my pc i because I've got parents and family, and I'm like the IT guy. Yeah. So now, instead of trying to imagine what they're seeing when they're phoning me, <laughs> I can actually just go right onto their computer and fix yeah. all the issues. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot easier than trying to explain, click here. Nope, not there. Click there. Nope. What, what did you do? What, what do you see on the screen right exactly. now? <laughs> Describe to me. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot easier if you can see it. Well, David, I want to thank you for coming down to the program today, and, and people can come down and see you today in Vancouver. Yep, we're at the Social Aid Conference all day today. It's down at the Vancouver Convention Center. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk with the folks over at uh, Wondershare on how to uh, look after your phone properly. Mm-hmm. A little bit of backup. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. We're back. Mike Agarbo here with Andy Barraro. You're listening to Get Connected. Here on the Chorus Radio Network, we're broadcasting live from Vancouver at CKNW. On the line right now, we've got Angela Dion. She's a senior product marketing manager over at Wondershare. Thanks for coming on the show, Angela. Hi, thanks for having me. I am uh, a judge on uh, one of your contests, the uh, the Broken <laughs> Phone Stories contest. Uh, I'm kind of excited about this. Tell our listeners what it's all about. Thank you so much. Yes, um, so my broken phone is actually... A contest we created from all of the compliments and thank yous we were receiving from people using our Dr. Phone product. And if you haven't heard about it, Dr. Phone is basically a software you use in the instance that you've lost the content from your mobile or tablet device. So if you've potentially dropped it, cracked it, put it through the toilet, um, you're probably a uh, period of panic and need a device to get your uh, content back. So people were very gracious when we were able to recover all of that content for them. And um, we began getting really um, interesting stories, Um, obviously all the toilet traumas, um, but things like, you know, your grandma using um, their grandson's phone as a fly swatter, um, kids slobbering all over their tablet or accidentally deleting stuff, dogs uh, using their phone as chew toys, all those kinds of things, and of course, all the different stories about drops and cracks and um, teenagers throwing their phone against the wall from being really frustrated at Flappy Bird, all of that stuff. So uh, you'll be uh, very happy to know that you'll be judging a bunch of entries that are similar to these, and um, (laughs) it'll be actually um, quite interesting because we've given the audience three types of ways to enter. So if they didn't have uh, much means, they were able to just send us a written story or they could actually create a meme. We gave them a meme generator online 
And they could also reenact the situation um, on a video, or perhaps they actually got it captured uh, via video form. So we took all those different kinds of entries, and currently we are in the voting period. So we're welcoming the public to come uh, to wondershare.com slash broken hyphen phone and vote for their favorites because they can actually get to the top and then get to your section of the judges uh, timing and go through all of the different criteria for creativity, um, the types of stories, how many views and votes they got so that they can potentially win now. What's the grand prize? Well, there's different prizes for the different categories. So if you actually give us a video, it's basically the more effort you made, the bigger the prize. So you're obviously going to win Dr. Phone Recovery Software, but for the video entry, you're going to win a brand new iPhone to replace the one you potentially have cracked or broke. <laughs> um, if you've given us a meme entry, you're going to get an amazing Mophie space pack, so you get extra battery life. And if you've given us a story, you'll be in the winnings of a Bose headset. So we'll probably give uh, that away and also a protective case and screen protector too, just so you're fully prepared uh, with your new device. Fantastic. It's amazing how easy it is to actually break these little devices. I mean, we carry them around with us everywhere. Um, just before the break, uh, we were talking about my business partner, AJ. He's gone through like five phones because he's... Uh, He's gone into the lake with one of them. Uh, he actually slammed one in a car door. Yep. Uh, I was in the office one time, and he reached in, grabbed his phone out of the pocket because it was ringing, and it just kind of flew about 20 feet. And that was a review unit That as was well. a review unit, yeah. So uh, I think... Uh, that back, I bet. Yes. And uh, my, daughter, my daughter, Ava, who's in the studio today, she went uh, swimming one day with her iPhone. <laughs> It's, it's amazing how often it happens, and it's just a fact of life, I guess, that we have to deal with. But luckily, you do have this opportunity to get the content off that device, potentially. Um, so Dr. Phone is basically your best bet to getting it back, and that's why we've gotten all these stories, which has been great. Angela, how does Dr. Phone work? So basically, you it's a, it's a very um, thorough, deep-scanning um, software. So you connect your device to the software, and it does a scan. And as long as you can um, power it on, it'll do like a recovery. It'll start to pick up different um, types of files, and it's very organized. So we allow you to do a trial to ensure that you can see the stuff that you're wanting to get back. So it'll start to populate the number of contacts, the number of text messages, even your WhatsApp messages, your photos, videos. Um, so you'll start to see numbers populate based on the type of file. And from there, you'll be able to say, okay, I think that I'll get the content back that I desire. And then you just can purchase a product at that point and move through. And it'll start to bring it all back onto your um, desktop. And save your life. Yeah, I mean, some people have a lot of important business documents that people don't forget. And also, you know, really memorable photos that they're desperate to get back. Some people are using their phone for photography all the time now. So it's really like the main go-to system that it's very important to get all of that content back. Well, I want to thank you for coming on the show today to talk about this. Where can people find out more information? We'd love everyone to come to wondershare.com and it's slash broken hyphen phone for the contest. Thanks for coming, Angela. Thanks so much, Mike and Andy. Have a great one. Angela Dion, she's Senior Product Manager, Marketing Manager over at Wondershare. We've got an uh, interesting uh, prize this week. That's right. We're giving away, well, Mother's Day a couple months ago, uh, we were giving away an Amazon Kindle Fire. 
So Father's Day coming next week is only fair that we do the same thing. So we're going to be giving away an Amazon Kindle Fire tablet at 8.9 inch HDX, one of the nicest tablets on the market right now. To enter, you just got to go to our website, www.getconnectedmedia.com. You'll see a contest tab. You want to click that to enter and win. It's a fantastic prize, a fantastic tablet. You definitely got to check it out, especially if you have an Amazon account. It's so easy to purchase content right from the tablet. Or stuff. Or stuff. Pretty much anything. I know. Amazon's going to be the death of me. I, just, <laughs> yeah. I go shopping there all the time. Every day, I'm just looking at the daily deals. Yeah. Because I'm going to save money. Do you get those emails too from them? I get everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, interesting though, uh, Amazon... Um, is releasing some new hardware device this and, month. And it could possibly be a phone. We're speculating. Yes, the Amazon smartphone. I think it's a smart move if they do it. Uh, just like they did on the tablet side, they'll they'll lose money, but they know that people will use it to buy stuff oh, from they Amazon. they lose money. Well, they <laughs> might lose money on the hardware side, so yeah. they might not make money from producing the phone, but they'll do it on all the stuff that you would purchase and the content that you purchase from Amazon. So it makes a, a lot of sense. And I, I imagine it'll be an Android smartphone as well. We're going to open up the phone lines here because after the break, we'll be going general open line here on Get Connected, taking your tech calls and questions, kind of like your on-air tech support. Or if you need some buying advice, we can help you out with that uh, as well. And uh, David Potter from Citrix, he's still in the studio. We're going to have you as a guest uh, host here. If you, you get any tough questions, you can answer them for us. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll do my best. You'll do your best. The phone number is 604-280-9898. If you're phoning long distance anywhere, we'd love to hear from you as well. The number there is 1-877-399-9898. That number again, 1-877-399-9898. And in the Vancouver, Lower Mainland, 604-280-9898. We're going open line here on Get Connected. Taking your tech calls and questions will be your on-air tech support. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs, here on the Chorus Radio Network. Your calls after this. We're going open line, taking all your tech calls and questions. If you've got any tech challenges, we can help you. From computers to digital cameras to home theater to tablets to smartphones, we've got answers. 604-280-9898. If you're phoning long distance, the toll-free number, 1-877-399-9898. Annie, what did you think of the, uh, the Apple announcements this week? Um, it was interesting because we saw that Apple purchased Beats um, a couple weeks before that. The big, and I think the big headphone. The big headphone uh, company that was uh, pretty much co-founded by Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iovine. I thought that that is a big shift from Apple to purchase a company like that. This, the WWC is more of a developer conference. You can definitely see they're trying to get, they want to be the de facto uh, standard for like health. So they have... Um, and home automation. Home automation. So yeah. that's the big front where everybody is trying to challenge is, you know, we talk about the connected home and, and wearable tech, but where's it all going to go? Where's that data going to go? And what Apple wants to do is make it so that everything goes into Apple devices and that ecosystem is pretty much expanding. And uh, I think, you know, we know Samsung's doing the same thing at the same time. Yeah. So it's going to be... Uh, Interesting to see who gets there first and who can do a better job. Sony as well is getting into the whole fitness aspect. But it's interesting. Um, I, I watched the, um, the keynote there with Tim Cook. Uh, what they're doing to integrate all their stuff together is amazing, really. When you look at how tight it is uh, as far as being able to use your iPhone and iPad and your MacBook, those things all work together now. And coming up in the fall with the new releases uh, on the MacBook for 
Uh, I think the next uh, operating system is called Yosemite, and iOS 8 for the iPad and iPhone. Um, these devices are going to all be talking to each other. You can start an email on your iPhone, and you can pick that up right on your, your MacBook. It'll just know where you left off. But you can't leave. That's the problem. If it, Everything works great. It's like yeah. a walled garden. Everything works, but don't ever think about getting something else that's non-Apple because then – it's really hard. Like I always say, it's like <clears throat> Apple's like the Hotel California. You can check out, but you can't leave. It's really hard to get Isn't out of that. heroin? <laughs> <laughs> You're saying they're like heroin? Well, I, you know what I mean. I know. I'm just teasing you. Well, you know, my son, you know, he was interested in, he's got an iPhone, and he was looking at, uh, you know, the new Samsung phones, but he's just kind of decided, I think, to stay with the iPhone because his whole world is there. That's, and that's why Apple is building that. But, you know, is that a bad thing? Like, if everything just works so well together, I, I find, like, I, I think Google's done a fantastic job with Android, but it's really getting fragmented now. There's so many different versions of Android, depending on what phone and tablet you have. I can just imagine for developers making the apps and, and stuff for these devices, that must be horrendous. True, but... You, when you're buying an Apple product, you're paying a premium price. An iPhone, if you bought it outright, it's going to cost eight to nine hundred dollars. You can get a brand new Gal or Nexus Google Nexus phone for about three hundred and thirty dollars, and that can do almost technically everything that the iPhone can do. Yeah, but is it a, as a tight integration? Is it as easy to use as an iPhone? We've got David Potter here from Citrix. He's one of our guests, uh, open air, our uh, online uh, host here. What do, you, what do you use? An iPhone or Android? I, I'm sucked into the apple world i have iphone ipad a mac um imac at home and macbook for work do you get intrigued to try some of the other stuff um a little bit i mean it, yeah. they always there's always little features that make you want to think about it but i totally buy into the the garden um the walled garden that everything just works together even my my house i've got apple tv and um um airports to connect music so i can broadcast music around the house and everything just kind of works well i think the interesting thing is google made an inroads into my house when they purchased nest yes um so that's the first you know real google i have gmail but that's the first sort of data point that google's got but, in my house but now apple's got uh, their new home kit development yep. software uh so all these new kind of connected devices in the home theoretically can be using this to connect with the iphone and, and macbook and stuff yeah, and it'll be interesting to see what the you know where the balance is between playing and not playing nicely together. You know, Apple's been pushing Google away, but Nest is already in a lot of houses. Yeah. You know, does Apple mm -hmm. want to connect into Nest, and does Google let that happen, and, and how does that play out? And the guy who created the Nest thermostat came from Apple. He's a former Apple guy. Yeah, yeah. he was uh, in charge of creating like the first iPod. So it's kind of funny how that all happened. It was a good move on Google to purchase Nest because they want to be the standard, and it's. In the next two years, we're going to see who, who wins in that race. We're taking your calls and questions. Open line here and get connected, 604-280-9898. Going to jump here to Malcolm. Hey, Malcolm. Uh, good morning, guys. Uh, quick question, and thank you for taking my call. Should BlackBerry bring back Unite as a multi-platform management tool? Thoughts? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why? BlackBerry, I think there's a lot of value in BlackBerry. They have the QNX operating system, which is a really good, stable operating system. They use them on nuclear power plants. I think what BlackBerry needs to do is move away from traditional phones, use their security, uh, and try to tackle industries like the healthcare industry, automotive industry. We know all these vehicles that we drive are going to be connected to the Internet. And I think BlackBerry has been working inroads with that because Ford Sync, I think Ford now is using BlackBerry's QNX uh, software, and they originally were with uh, Microsoft. Yeah. 
with the uh, Ford Sync technology. So that was a huge shift. I think that's what they knew, need to do. They need to... Well, the, the new CEO has basically said they're, um, they're going to be moving away from consumer uh, and focusing again back on business and enterprise. Yeah. He said that they're not going to abandon consumer, but they need to really focus on their core strength right now. And that typically has been business and enterprise with their BlackBerry servers and the security and what have you. Uh, and then, you know, get their stuff together again and, and then go back out into the smart. Exactly. Because in the developing world, they're, they're very popular. Indonesia, a lot of people still use BlackBerry today. But in North America, they lost their market share over the last three to four years. I know. So we, we know that they have been very big in some of these developing nations, Indonesia. But when they launched their new phones, like the Z10 and Q10 and Q5, uh, market share dipped there. Yeah. They, people like the older blackberries you know the bowls and what have you exactly and you know they should always make a phone with a qwerty keyboard because there always will be a segment of the population that wants a physical keyboard on their mobile device and i think that uh, they they're not going to go away they need to reinvent themselves taking your calls here on get connected 604-280-9898 long distance 1-877-399-9898 when we come back more of your calls you're listening to get connected brought to you by london drugs here on the chorus radio network we're back. Mike Agarbo with Andy Barrar. We've got our guest uh, host in here, David Potter from Citrix. Thanks again uh, for joining us. Uh, and again, you're down at the Socialite yep, Conference. Yeah, down at the Socialite Conference at the Convention Center. And, it's, and is there uh, like a lot of people there? Is it fun? Uh, you know, I left a little bit early to come over here, but yeah, it was getting busy. Um, yeah. Exciting, you know, some great speakers uh, throughout the day. So I think there's about, uh, I don't know, 500 people or so wow. milling in as I, uh, as I snuck out the back door. For so if you're <laughs> in business and want to learn how to grow your business... Without yep. killing the planet. Exactly. Looking people, for some yeah. inspiration and some ideas on how to sort of convert that idea you have into a real business. Are you um, there inspiring people, David? I'm just there to talk to people. I don't know that I'm inspiring, but, you know, maybe. <laughs> maybe if I get lucky, somebody will be inspired. <laughs> Very nice. Open line here on Get Connected, 604-280-9898. If you're phoning long distance anywhere in Canada, one eight seven seven. Put my glasses on. 399-9898. You'd think I'd know this after <laughs> You think. Yeah. There's too much stuff in my head. So video games, Andy, this is a, an interesting article. Uh, there's a whole kind of uh, new thing called, was it eSport? Yeah. Or, yeah. So basically, video games are becoming a sport, and people are actually watching other people play video games. And it's taken off, and it's, it's huge. Now, you're getting, like, superstar gamers where they go and travel to countries, and people are waiting at the airport for their autographs. It is it's mind-blowing. I wish this happened when I was a teenager because I wanted to be a professional gamer. Yeah. I thought that would be the perfect job for me, but uh, unfortunately, it wasn't the right time. We were still in dial-up. Yeah, so listen up, parents. Your kids could actually make money playing video games. Yeah, if they're good. If they're really good. So these are interesting statistics. Uh, in 2013, 2.4 billion, that's billion, 2.4 billion hours of uh, video game footage was watched. And I can see this because I got three kids, and they love the video games and PC games. And I swear, they spend, honestly, probably half their time now up on YouTube and some of these uh, streaming sites watching other people play video games, like either live or recorded. It's weird. I was at this Samsung event, and I met a professional gamer, and Samsung had brought him in. He, I think he was playing StarCraft. And he, what he does is he gets paid to look at footage of other gamers and he goes play by play and tells them what they could have done like differently. So he's coaching gamers and he gets paid to do this. 
like he does it over the internet with a, a lot of people. And I was just like, wow. And like this guy was spending hours and hours and hours on the computer playing these games. He actually didn't even like make eye contact with me. He was really, <laughs> really shy. He was like a different type of person. I was like, wow, like you have such a different life than normal people. So David, if things go sideways at Citrix, you could make money playing Candy Crush. I'm gonna need to practice a lot yeah. before I'm I'm ready to go there. You but could I win dozens of dollars. I've read about some some teenagers from I think they're from Waterloo and they were making, you know, seven figures playing video games. They were on a crazy they had a management team and they were on a tour going to meet uh companies like Salesforce and um whatnot around Silicon Valley and Facebook and on a tour to sign deals. Uh it's unreal. And they get like sponsorship deals as yeah. well. I know, it's weird. Like one of my sons is really into Starcraft. And they actually will watch live tournaments. Yeah. Like online. They've filled up stadiums now where yeah. they have like the two top guys going head to head and everybody goes there to watch it. It, it's, it is kind of mind blowing. And it's such a big industry right now. You know, Major League Gaming, that's an actual league it's that, for all these different gamings. It's that Fred Savage movie from like, what from was the that 80s, called? From the they, 80s. That was, they watched them play video games live. Yes, I that forgot. was uh, Mario Mario Brothers 3. Yeah. And they were showing the, the magic flute. I remember that. I remember Was that. Fred Savage in that one or was that a different one? No, it was Fred Savage. I think it was Fred Savage. He had yeah. the, the, the glove thing. Yeah, the power glove. Nintendo, power, the power glove. Power yeah. glove was in it. Yeah, that was a great thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're uh, open line here on Get, Connect, Get, Get Connected. I can't even pronounce that. 604-280-9898. We've got Jimmy on the line. Hey, Jimmy. Yeah, um, quick question. Uh, two quick questions. Uh, uh, I want to get my computer completely wiped out of these pop-ups, you know, you know the uh, professional ones that keep on going across and yeah. you know. Secondly, I may want it in the future, and I may want to sell it. Um, how do I get it back to the original specs of you know uh, getting rid of these pop-ups? Yeah, no, it's a great question. And what operating system are you running? Um, uh, but, but, but Windows. Windows. Do you have the original um, discs and everything? Pardon? Do you have the original discs for it? Uh, I think I might, yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's something I know you do all the time, Andy. Every year you have your uh, your spring cleanup for On your my computer. birthday. On your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Where you'll go in and wipe the hard drive and reinstall the operating system. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a couple ways to clean up your computer. Um, you can do a complete wipe and reinstall the operating system. Of course, you want to make sure you back up all your important information, your pictures and documents and what have you, onto uh, another drive or burn it onto a CD or what have you. Uh, or you can you know, run some of these uh, uh, software cleaning uh, programs as well to go in and try to clean out the pop-ups. Yeah, and you made a good point, Mike. If you're going to go the formatting route where you want to a, a, have a fresh slate, you're going to need your installation disk or you'll need to buy a new copy of Windows. Uh, if, if you're using XP, you have to understand that that's no longer supported, but you could probably still get it up and running. But your service packs, you won't. You only get up to service pack two, and then you're kind of left vulnerable on that front. But if you are going to go the formatting route, like you said, Mike, get an external hard drive, move all your data, look through all your folders. I, I like to make a list in the programs. I find all the programs that I've installed, and then try to, once you put the fresh, clean um you know, copy of Windows on, then you would re-download those programs. The one issue that you'll always uh, run into, and I've, it's happened to me, is drivers. You want to make sure you have all your disks for your drivers, for your printer, for any other device that connects to Depending your how old your computer. If you've got a newer computer, typically Windows will pick up most of those drivers. If yeah. you've got an older one, that's when you might start running into problems. Yeah, you and want to have those 
those drivers handy somewhere. So it's it's good to get a copy of those drivers before you do the format. Try to put them on a hard drive just in case uh, you can't get up and running on the internet to download those drivers later on. But it, it does take some time. Uh, but it's I tell you, I, like I said, I do it on my birthday because I feel like my computer's brand new again. It's running just like it was when I first bought it. Yeah, so there's a number of software programs out there that will help clean things up. Uh, system works. Uh, you can also use a Fix Me Stick. Yep. Uh, basically, plug one of those little guys in. Uh, you can pick those up down at London Drugs. I think they're 50 or $60. Um, and they will basically go in and clean up everything, uh, essentially. So um, that could help you clean it up and sell your computer. We're going to have to take a break. When we come back, it's that time, Andy. App of the Week with Christina Stoyanova. You're listening to Get Connected, brought to you by London Drugs, here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected, Mike and Andy here in studio, guest host David Potter. But now it's time for App of the Week. We've got Christina. Christina, what do we got? Uh, so this week's App of the Week is Boomerang for Android. Boomerang for yes. Android. So all Android phones. Yes. Yes. And what does it do? Um, it actually started out as an extension for uh, your um, your browser, like Chrome and Firefox and whatnot. Um, but it's a Gmail app, um, and it basically lets you get to or helps you get to inbox zero so you know how you have those messages in your inbox that are hanging around there and you can't really get rid of them because you're still waiting on things to happen to respond or to file them away or whatever you can actually snooze those messages and they'll come back when it's time for them you can also uh actually schedule emails to go out at a certain time which is wonderful um yeah, and then it also lets you track responses. So uh, if you're waiting for a response from someone, it'll remind you that you need to follow up with them at a certain time. So it's pretty cool. It works for Outlook now as well. That's cool. But I, I just like snooze all my messages. Just I just don't respond. Is you that just the same thing? don't read email, Mike. <laughs> that That's a many, whole different thing. How many emails do you have just sitting in your inbox? Me? Yeah. Oh, see, that's a problem because uh, I use my inbox as my my life, I, everything. I don't delete anything because if I did, I'd be dead. Yes. I wouldn't know what to do. You're, so, you're the search kind of guy, oh, right? Oh, uh, yeah. I have probably 12,000. Right no, but now. how many unread? Oh, unread. I don't know. You know that, hundreds, you know, Christina, hundreds, you know this feeling, yeah, that, that feeling of satisfaction, Dave. You probably have this too. When you clear your inbox, you're like, oh, I feel so good. And then about an hour later, it's filling up again. And it never lasts. It's sick. It's a- it was funny. Email was supposed to help our lives, make our lives easier. But now we just try to like, get through them all day long. I think it's like any tool, though. If you get caught up in the wrong part of it, you, know, you, you let it control you instead of you controlling it. Um, and you can easily get caught up in focusing on inbox zero. Yeah. And you can cheat that by just pushing everything into a task list. <laughs> yes. like, my inbox is at zero, but my task list is at 700. Exactly. So. Exactly. But, uh, I like, don't even know what inbox zero is. Well, I know that it's like zero emails, but that will never happen. For me. <laughs> it's well, in, it's inbox one thousand for me. If you're organized, you can make it happen. Yeah, just by filing things away and acting on them right away. Well, the point of inbox zero is that you're acting on something as soon as it comes in. That you're not letting it sit in there. Well, I send those to Andy. <laughs> yeah, he makes me deal with them. I call it inbox Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my. And he's awesome that way. So Boomerang. So this is supposed to make your life easier if you're using Gmail, which, like, millions of people do. Yeah, and it works for Outlook now as well. So it's yeah. great. Um, it helps you get there to that But, you know, like, zero. if you get a lot of emails, and I, I do myself, 
uh, it'd be nice if you could have them remind you every so often to follow up with people because that's one of my downfalls is I sometimes forget to follow up on certain emails. Or you know, you do know there's a follow up feature inside Outlook that allows you to do that. Yeah, but then you got to click things. <laughs> it's, there's a lot of work. But yeah. this actually lets you set things so that if the person doesn't reply, then then it reminds you to follow up with them. Thank you, Christina. No problem. Christina Stoyanova with App of the Week. Looks like that's all the time we have left. I want to thank Andy Barrar, my co-host and producer. David Potter, thanks for sitting in for the whole show. Thanks for having me. David Potter from Citrix, the go-to meeting and go-to my PC folks down at Social Light. Social Light, that's right. I got it right this time. Down at the Vancouver Convention Center. You'll want to check that out. This is Mike, Andy, David, and Christina logging off for Get Connected. We will see you again next time.